Welcome back to the Football Kingdom Podcast. Tyler Mallon, I'm Brandon Johnson. We did it. We did it. Regular season is over. Done 18 weeks of this podcast. And uh, it's been a blast. And really, uh, we're just getting started because we got the playoffs ahead of us now. Um, did this season go how you thought it would go? I thought you were going to ask if it went fast, and I was going to say absolutely. I don't know if it's because we do the pod and maybe pay attention a little bit more. But uh, I don't know. To to me, I was going to say, yeah, this it uh, it's shocking <laughs> that it's been eighteen weeks. Quite honestly, like that's that to me is like the crazier part. Um, but yeah, I did not go. What I <laughs> that's something maybe you know we'll get better at is maybe uh, predicting at the end of the, uh, the beginning of the season and kind of seeing what we're looking at, but. I did not expect the Chiefs to be where they're at. I didn't expect the Eagles to be where they're at, you know. And I mean, some of these teams, you know, make make sense. But there were a lot of injuries, and this is this is one of them weird years. I mean, where the playoffs are with these, the way they, you know, everything's kind of shook out, makes a lot of sense. But at the beginning of the year, there's no way I would have had. Uh, maybe half of these teams being in the playoffs, quite honestly. Yeah, definitely been kind of an unpredictable year. Uh, like you said, a lot of injuries, a lot of backup quarterbacks, lots of really good teams not having the years that they wanted to. I mean, we were at the beginning of the year, and it was Chiefs and Eagles are going to run it back, and meet again and that's still technically possible but it doesn't feel as automatic as it did whenever we were previewing this season but uh pretty wild week 18 still a lot that needed to be decided and i think i mean most notably for me the afc south uh whenever we previewed this season we were pretty much and i think a lot of people felt this way jacksonville's gonna run away with the afc south we didn't we thought the titans were kind of their their uh window was closing and we looked at the texans and the colts as two teams that we really didn't know you know two rookie head coaches both drafted rookie quarterbacks not a whole lot of expectations in the AFC South. This should have been Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence's in the Jacksonville Jaguars division to lose. And this division, they lost, Tyler. They lost it so hard because Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be the next Mahomes or, or better. Okay. <laughs> That's what everyone kept telling me whenever he was drafted. Now, he was set up for major failure with Urban Meyer, and I think they fired him eight or ten weeks into the season, and, you know, you can't blame the dude for that. But 
I actually wanted to have this conversation quickly about Lawrence himself because, I mean, I think he's kind of been pretty underwhelming. I don't think he has much of an excuse. I think he has been kind of hurt the last couple of weeks, but just overall, like, he hasn't been, you know, the special player that's like, you have to get this guy and he's going to storm the league and be the next or better Mahomes because that is what everyone was saying. And I have not seen it. You know, I'm not convinced that. I mean, he's clearly a, a really good QB, but I don't know. I think he's pretty, I don't know if overrated is the correct term, but that's kind of what I'm getting at. I think it's almost, it's a little too early to tell um, because you already said it. His rookie season was more about the dysfunction with yeah. Urban Meyer at the helm last year with Doug Peterson was kind of really his real like first year in the league without a bunch of nonsense. And Doug Peterson came in and brought some stability. They got off to a horrendous start and then just kind of stormed back the second half of the league to win the AFC South and have that historic comeback against the Chargers. Uh, and then it made you feel really good about 2023 and wow they were kind of ahead of schedule last season now you come into this build off of what you accomplished in 2022 and you know trevor lawrence is the greatest uh draft prospect since peyton manning and yeah he just hasn't been He's just been kind of okay. He was he played in 16 games this season. He had 4,000 yards, threw 21 TDs, threw 14 picks. Like that's uh, that's not good. That's not great. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's uh, kind of just a guy so yeah. far to me. I mean, just from going, you know, like I said, from his his draft quality to where he is now, you know. I don't know. We we can move on from this. Uh, we can talk about this guy in the offseason, but it's just it's shocking that the Jaguars were supposed to be in full control and they go and lose to the 5 and 11 Titans. And I mean, honestly, it was a little competitive in the beginning, but their their defense was not going to stop Derrick Henry, who probably played his last game for the Titans. Um he had a really good last game too. It was actually fun to watch, but uh I don't know. It's it's kind of shocking to see the Jags. Well, maybe not because they, you know, blew that game last year against the Chargers. Wasn't it the Chargers in the playoffs? Oh, the Chargers blew that game. The Chargers blew the game. Okay, so they made the comeback. But but Trevor Lawrence threw four picks in the first half. So there you go. It's it's one of those things. Like so, maybe it's more coaching, and it's not necessarily his fault. But I I just don't. I guess the point I was trying to make is like he just is not this special guy, this special cute quarterback that's, you know, one of the greatest prospects of all time. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone was big. That's what they were selling me, you know, and it's, yeah. I've not seen that. Big collapse. This is a team that six weeks ago was, or yeah, six weeks ago was uh, in the uh, one seed conversation and they missed the oh, easily. playoffs altogether. And, yeah. But, 
part of it is also due to the surprising success of the Texans and the Colts. Yeah, and that was a fun game too. I mean, that's... uh, So the game ended with the Colts, Gardner Minshew throwing a ball just behind his, I think, a backup running back who had six catches all year or something like that. Yeah, not Jonathan Taylor. That's... Right. Well, I they had ran him like three or four plays basically in a row before that, and maybe you, you don't go back to him. I don't know. Maybe you should have, but not the greatest pass. Um, but yeah, I, Texans, man, I mean, that's that's awesome. C.J. Stroud in his first year is going to the playoffs. He deserves probably to be there. Probably rookie of the year. It's got to be at this point. <laughs> I mean, D'Amico Ryan's a great has game. the pace for coach of the year. Sure. So, and you have to kind of admire the Colts, too. The Colts, I, they had a lot of injuries, a lot of problems uh, throughout the season, and yeah. were able to stay stay in it until the end. Obviously, they came up short, but they have a lot to be proud of this season on a, in, in a year that was their their uh first round pick QB Anthony Richardson goes down mm-hmm. kind of a lost season that they ended up making interesting to say the least but yeah congrats to the uh Houston Texans for for quickly honestly I don't we'll see about the sustainability of their success but Having a pretty quick turnaround from the Bill O'Brien, Deshaun Watson kind of mess and all of the front office issues that were going on in Houston. It's it's good to see them kind of moved past that and in a better spot. Yeah, and that that's why it's it's kind of refreshing to see, you know, the Texans win this kind of bad division. Because the Jags, honestly, had no business or excuse to lose this division. For them to go and just no-show against um, the Titans, like they did, I mean, they just they just were not competitive. You know, they had no drive. They had no, like... I don't know, I think this, this again, proves your point of, like, division uh, teams that you never know. I mean, the Titans won a five games, and they come in and much like the Raiders, you know, beating the like they just embarrass the Chiefs. You know, it's like you never know, especially after the Chiefs had beat them so many times in a row. You know, it's like that's that's what's gonna happen. Like you're gonna get knocked off by teams who know you that you play them twice a year, and that's the way it goes. You know, <laughs> like you still have to show up and say that you're there. I, I watched. I was watching that game. Uh, yesterday and was like, oh yeah, they, they'll well they can lose this game and get in the wild card. And I didn't realize like they're out of it. You know, they don't even make the playoffs now, let alone win their division, which they absolutely should have probably done two or three weeks ago. You know, they should have had it wrapped up and just I don't know. To me, that's that's a huge disappointment. I can't imagine being a Jag Jaguars fan and them to lose against the Titans and just be completely out of the playoffs. Like that is that's a huge disappointment. Yeah, and uh, staying in the South, but jumping to the NFC side of things, for the third year in a row, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, 
with Baker Mayfield at QB, won the division. And uh, they played the Panthers in Week 18 and did absolutely nothing because they didn't need to because the Panthers stink. That was I did not watch that game, but my goodness. There wasn't a single touchdown. Three three field goals is all they got. You know? And yeah, but they did what they had to do against one of the worst teams of all time. Uh there there was some stat about like they hadn't um they hadn't led in the fourth quarter the entire season. I think that's the first team to ever do that. I mean that's bad. Uh, maybe that's impressive that they won two games. You know, when they when they're like they can never score, or maybe, maybe that would have that's what it was like. They they couldn't they never scored a single point in the fourth quarter or something. Yeah, they haven't scored in two weeks. <laughs> the Panthers are really bad, but uh, again, yeah. Bucks Bucks won the division and good for good for them. Good for Baker Mayfield to kind of have a resurgence. Uh, wasn't great, wasn't terrible though. Uh, nice to see that. I think we. I think I picked the Saints to win this division, and they were in it, but the Atlanta Falcons can't get out of their own way. They don't know how to utilize their own players. Uh, Bucks are average, and uh, yeah, they won the South. But uh, NFC North, so... Packers are playing the Bears, and it's win and in for Green Bay. Now, this is the first year post Aaron Rodgers. This is Jordan Love's first season as a starter. Packers beat the Bears, and they are the seventh seed in the NFC. Is the is this surprising that the Packers made it? Are they early to the party, or is this were we expecting the Packers to? be this competitive this season uh the, yeah they're a weird team i i would say maybe three weeks ago i would have been surprised but they've won three in a row now uh well i guess i'll put it this way they beat the the panthers vikings and then the bears to get in the playoffs to get in the wild card but you know they they've just had such a weird up and down season you know and um you know Jordan Love. He just he had this very weird kind of roller coaster of a season, and you're like, well, maybe they don't have the next Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. And now a few weeks later, you're like, oh wait, they actually do, and he's played lights out. And you know you're not buying it. <laughs> I think they have their answer at quarterback, but oh yeah, I gotta. I can't put him. I can't say those names sure. and his name. Well, that's what everybody right because they've only had those two QBs back to back. That's what everybody goes to, and he has played up to those standards at points. You know, he's shown flashes of like, hey, this guy could be special, but he's yeah. also shown that he's kind of like, wow, this guy's not very good at all. So. You know what I mean? Like he's that's kind of the season he's had. It's it's been kind of like I said earlier, it's been way up and down and I don't know. He kind of keeps that stuff up. He can be extremely successful. But uh I think they definitely earned their way to the lowest seed in the NFC, the 7 and we'll see what they do. Yep. Yeah, staying 
staying in the NFC. Uh, interesting division, the NFC East. So we kind of talked about it earlier. Like this was Eagles were going to win this division. Cowboys were going to be close, but they won't win it because the Eagles are better and Eagles kind of fell back to the pack. Cowboys were really good this season, this regular season. Dak was probably the best he's been in his entire career. Uh, Eagles just kind of fell apart and the Cowboys did their job, did their part and they are the NFC East champs. So Tyler, what in the world is going on with the Philadelphia Eagles? (laughs) Well, we talked about it last week with <clears throat> um, Matt Patricia taking over at defense. I mean, they just got their lights blown out by Tyrod Taylor and the Giants. Okay, it was 24 to nothing at the half. Okay, I didn't watch this game, but come on now. <laughs> like, what is happening to the Eagles? I mean, are they just going to, you know, just much like how we talk about the Chiefs, like they're, I, we don't feel like they're just going to snap out of it and all of a sudden be Super Bowl caliber again. Like, I don't believe they're going to win many playoff games. I mean, yeah, yeah. so they, they play the Bucks, you know, in the, the round one here. I think they could take care of business against the Bucks. Bucks could be spicy as well, though. They could come in and... The Eagles could do what they always do, is just kind of not show up. They've just been a dysfunctional team. I think it's a lot to do with locker room stuff. That's kind of all I've heard about the Eagles. There's just all this kind of backroom stuff of nobody believes in the coaching. Oh, yes, they do. Well, maybe they don't. And a lot of drama of a, a team that almost won the Super Bowl. It's it's a very strange turnaround uh, to only score 10 points against the Giants all of a sudden. And... I don't know. I, this is it's a very strange, you know, twist to a team that I thought was going to be just incredibly dangerous. Yeah, not a good place to be heading into January, where the uh, no the defending NFC champs are sitting right now. But kind of the let's look at the season finale, Sunday Night Football. Bills had to go into Miami, and the mission was simple. Beat the Dolphins and you're the two seed. Lose, you are most likely a wild card team. I think we knew at that point they were at least a wild card team by the time the game started. But win and win the division. Not only win the division, but be the two seed. Bills, they did that. They went into Miami and they're the two seed. And I said it last week the Bills are a team that they're playing good when they need to, and they're really kind of scary heading into the playoffs. Yeah, at the same time, they've kind of had a really weird, you know, last couple like uh, last couple weeks leading into the playoffs. You know, they, they kind of stumbled last week, um, and I don't know. Like, th- this game, was they still... Let the Dolphins back in it a couple times. I don't think the Dolphins are strong enough right now, especially without Jalen Waddell, who wasn't in this game. Tyreek got hurt again, who I think he's been pretty banged up. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. The, I've strangely seen a lot of Dolphins games this year, and 
again, they're supposed to be this like ridiculous explosive offense. And I mean, again, like you've got Tyreek and a chain and they just, they can score 21 points against the D the bills. I, I don't know if it's the bills looking that great or just the play calling. Cause I, I again, I, I just expect that offense to just come back. I really believe in the coaching staff and the players there, but they just, they seem to not really show up in games. I don't know what to think of them. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, but uh, let's, yeah, Bills, Bills beat the Dolphins, and that was the final game of the season, and uh, that set up the playoffs. So let's uh, take a look at the playoff picture. So one seeds uh, in the AFC, the Baltimore Ravens, in the NFC, San Francisco 49ers, obviously. They get the bye weeks, and everybody else, two through six, plays in super super wild card weekend, which is this week. So let's just let's go through the divisions real quick. I'll go through the AFC. So the two seed AFC East champs, Bills, already said that. Chiefs are locked in at three. They actually took the week off against the Chargers and still did their thing. Uh, in the four seed, Houston Texans. So two, three, four, Bills, Chiefs, Texans, and the NFC. Uh, Cowboys are the two seed, Lions are the three seed, and Buccaneers are the four seed. So, uh, wild uh, actual wild card teams in the AFC: Browns, Dolphins, Steelers at five, six, seven, and then in the NFC, five, six, seven is Eagles, Rams, Packers. So, sticking on the AFC real quick. Um, Bills are going to play the Steelers. I think the Steelers are... I don't think the Steelers really stand a chance there. I think they've been fun. Uh, They're just pretty mediocre, in my opinion. Um, The only thing I can consider them winning for is Mike Tomlin is their head coach and Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing season in his entire coaching career and I think he could maybe put something together against the Bills uh but that's going to come down to I think Josh Allen playing fundamental football right Cause he's just kind of, I mean, even in the game last night, he's like, he threw two end zone interceptions and it was like, what are you doing, man? Just chill. That is, that was, yeah, that's why I'm like, I, I can't really, I don't really know what to make of the dolphins off of that game because the bills could have won uh, lost that game a hundred times. The dolphins could have done the same thing. Dolphins are just a huge kind of disappointment. I would say, um, but yeah, this Bills team, that's interesting because they, yeah, you said it, two red zone interceptions. He had a red zone fumble as well. Is that correct? Or was there, let's say it was a red zone fumble. He did have a fumble. He had three turnovers, I believe. Uh, just not a good game, but he's always playing like that. And again, I think a stronger team beats the Bills, but the Dolphins are just kind of all over the place. But yeah, you're... Probably right. The Steelers at Buffalo, that's going to be really tough, you know, starting, um, uh, what's his name? 
Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, yeah. yeah. I'm like, well, Kenny Pickett was their guy, but and that's the other thing. Like they're trying to say like they're fran- they're still Pickett's still their franchise QB when he ain't starting playoff games. Like, okay, sure. You know, I don't know why they keep lying to us. <laughs> they just always do this in these interviews. You know, or press conferences, like, okay, nobody's buying that, but I don't know. That's more of an off season topic, but I I've watched Mason Rudolph play a little bit, you know, on two different games this season. It's gonna have to be a like a perfect game by the Steelers to go into Buffalo. You know, I that's gets a really tough task, you know. T- too tall of order, I think, uh the Bills win that one. Yep. So Kansas City Chiefs, three seed, are gonna play the Miami Dolphins. These teams have already played this year. They played in Germany. The Chiefs won. They were up 21-0 at half. Kind of let the Dolphins back into that game in the second half. Uh, Made it interesting to the very end. Uh, They didn't score any points in that second half, the Chiefs. Chiefs did not, yeah. And I I mean, we've been talking about it. I just, I don't know. I don't know about the Chiefs. It's going to just come down to the defense continuing to play how they play which I think that they can. They already shut down the Dolphins once, mostly, like I said. Um, but it's going to be, can can their receivers play fundamental football? You know, can they catch the ball? Can they run the right routes? Can they get open? And is the offensive line going to be healthy enough for uh, plays to be able to develop? That's the big, yeah, part of just the Chiefs offense in general. Can they pass protect? Because they seem to run block very well. But they can't protect Patrick Mahomes for whatever strange reason. But I have a, I have a good feeling about this game. Honestly, it's they haven't really given us any reason to. But after watching the Dolphins, like I don't believe in them, you know, any more than I do the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs have a much better defense than even the Bills. So and they have a better coaching staff, in my opinion. Um I don't know. I think the Chiefs can absolutely beat the Dolphins at Arrowhead. And, you know, whether or not they can play the Bills, who I believe would be their probably next matchup. Yep. Uh, Reigns to be seen, but like I like we both thought, you know, last week, it's like, yeah, the Chiefs probably good enough to win one playoff game past that. That's kind of a tough task, but I don't know. I mean, the way the Dolphins played, the way the Chiefs just rested... You know, that's uh, that's something I'm taking into account. The Chiefs are going to be rested. They kind of had their bye week uh, last week. I wasn't impressed with the Dolphins play. Um, Yeah. So. I want to pick Kansas City, but if I, I just won't be surprised if we're sitting here this time next week and we're like, well, darn. So, well, yeah, just, yeah, that's how bad the, anybody watch the Chiefs this year, that no one will be shocked that it's like, oh no, like they, first round, you know, exit, like that's kind of who they are at this point, you know, in a weak division, but you still have Mahomes, anything could happen, you still have the, the caliber of, of team that Mahomes is on, and that, they've, they've came back from worse kind of deficits, I guess but with better players. Um, plus, I think weather is a huge factor here. 
the somebody mentioned that and I looked it up and it's Monday night right now. Uh right now it's they're saying sixteen degrees. Oh, this is a Saturday game, by the way. Saturday it's night. It's the peacock game. Right? It is the yeah, the peacock only. So obviously anyone in Kansas City will be able to watch this game or local uh Channel forty one. Yeah. NBC will be us, but everybody else has to pay a subscription, which is very strange. But um, definitely Saturday a night, eight o'clock, well seven o'clock for us. But it'll be sixteen degrees. Nighttime low is negative three. It's going to be okay. miserable. Can the Dolphins <laughs> survive that game? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's another plus to the Chiefs. That that's why I'm I'm I have a really good feeling about just even with this team, we've already kind of beat the Dolphins kind of exposed who they are and I don't know. I, I feel like the Chiefs are totally winning this, but so Texans Browns. Texans are gonna host the Browns. I am Wow. Yeah, be- actually incredibly excited for this matchup because the Browns made the playoffs for the second time in like twenty one years. Um they have an incredible defense. And they also have a backup quarterback. Deshaun Watson went down. But their backup quarterback is different. Their backup quarterback is Joe Flacco, 38-year-old Joe Flacco. <laughs> now, he's, uh, he's been to the top of the NFL. He's won a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens. Now, that was 12 years ago. But he's been in this situation before. He's also made a ton of money in this league. Uh, so this is not going to be... This isn't going to rattle Joe Flacco. Um, I no. actually... I like the Browns in this game. I think having Joe Flacco as your QB and his experience uh, versus maybe some first playoff game jitters by the Texans, uh, I think that the Browns could be, uh, I think the Browns could go on a road and go on the road and win this football game. You're probably right. Joe Flacco is. He's just having fun right now. <laughs> like he was uh he was like that Nickelodeon player of the week or whatever and um uh what's his name? His receiver uh slimed him, Amari Cooper. And he's playing out of his mind. Um and Joku's playing well. And Joku, that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, yeah. those two are just insane, man. Just huge plays. You have Miles uh, Garrett on defense. Yeah. No, yeah. That's that's the other part where Miles Garrett is probably going to take care of business, you know, with uh against, you know, a rookie. So yeah, that'll be very fun game. Uh, two kind of middling teams in the way that the Browns have been the Browns forever. And now they're on their fourth backup QB and they've clearly figured it out. They're kind of red hot right now and Rookie QB can come in and at home, you know, rookie QB first year playoffs like that's anything could happen. That That's actually going to be a pretty that's the early game. That's the only other game on uh, Saturday. So. Let's hop over, let's hop over to the NFC. So two seed Dallas Cowboys are going to host a seven seed Packers. Uh, I said it earlier this year, if the Cowboys can play at home, I think that they have a really good shot at going to the Super Bowl and 
this is step one. They're the two seed. They've got the Packers at home. I think the Cowboys are a better team than the Packers are this season. Uh, Mike McCarthy probably is going to have a chip on his shoulder against his former team. And forgot about that. Again, Dak is playing really good football. I like the Cowboys. I can't disagree there. I think this is, it's funny because Jordan Love still feels like a rookie, but this is his third year. I'm second. fourth. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, he still very much feels like a rookie because he honestly, like, like what I said earlier, he feels like a rookie. Like he, he makes rookie mistakes, but he's also kind of played lights out sometimes. And it's very impressive. But again, I think that, Cowboys are way too hot, and yeah, I think uh, I think the Cowboys take that one. The Lions, the uh, the robbed Lions, probably robbed. should be the two seed today. Oh wow! Um, yeah, okay, they're the three seed. Uh, they're playing the Rams, so this one is an intriguing matchup as well because the Lions and the Rams famously swapped quarterbacks a couple years ago. Rams traded Jared Goff and some other things for Matt Stafford, and the Rams went and won a Super Bowl the very next season with Matthew Stafford. So Matthew Stafford and the Rams are going to go into Detroit. And I'll be interested in the reception for Matthew Stafford by Detroit fans. I'm sure it'll be warm, uh, but I don't know about that in a playoff atmosphere how much love they'll have for him but this one's tough because i think that sean mcveigh can cook up a really good game plan on the road in detroit and i always am a little hesitant when it comes to teams that have made the playoffs for the first time in a long time. I know that Jared Goff has played in a Super Bowl. Uh, so that kind of gives me a little bit of uh, hope in the Lions just because they have somebody that's been there, done that. But I'm always a little hesitant to to lean towards a team that is lacking the experience in the postseason. So, yeah, that... Yeah, that's probably the toughest one to pick because you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, yeah, Sean McVay is absolutely can outcoach you. And they, it's shocking. I mean, I, I think we were both like the whole season, like, yeah, the Rams are kind of going to be a five win team or something. And at here the they are in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. At the beginning of the year, I think I was like, I genuinely don't know what to make of the Rams. I, yeah. we were like, they're going to make the playoffs and make a deep run or they're going to be <laughs> awful. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Which is like, you know, one or the other, obviously, but still. Well, I think realistically, we were both leaning towards they're not going to be great because they're, I mean, McVeigh was talking about retiring. He does it every year. You know, it's like, <laughs> who is this team? You know, and then the Lions, I mean, Dan Campbell, like that, that guy, he should get coach of the year. They always give coach of the year to like the worst teams. Yeah. You know? And you've got 
some of the best coaches of all time who've never gotten coach of the year and that's that's a different discussion but yeah i don't know this is a tough one it's a lot of this hinges on like sam laporta getting hurt because they they played and they started and played the lions all their starters they wanted the two seed they wanted the two seed they didn't get it and now their best player possibly is hurt um Ian Rappaport said, suffered a hyperextended knee and a bone bruise. And then today, people are saying there's an outside shot, like he gets in, so or actually yeah. plays. That's a, that, that's a huge player for them. That's essentially what happened to Travis Kelsey before week one was a hyperextended knee. Oh, yeah. And he missed that week, but I think it was because it happened so soon. Like they played, the Chiefs played on Thursday, and I think that injury happened on like Tuesday or something. So right. I think I think he'll play, uh, just okay. based on having the time now, how effective he'll be, and how many snaps he'll get. That's a different mm-hmm. question, but that's going to be a fun game to watch. All of them are going to be fun games to watch. Yeah. <laughs> but, These are all uh, well. That that is kind of the main point here. Like, there's not really. I mean, honest. Other than like the Steelers, there's not really any one team this year that I'm like they don't they don't deserve to be here. Yeah, you know they're gonna be one and done. I mean, honestly, I because the Steelers are playing the Bills. If the Steelers are playing like the Dolphins or something, like maybe. So I think we would have been playing if the Dolphins would have taken care of business. The Chiefs would have played the Steelers. Yep. I was kind of hoping for that. I was hoping (laughs) for that. Yeah. Oh, but we got one more matchup. We got one more matchup to look at here. Uh, Four seed. Yeah. Four seed Buccaneers hosting the the Eagles. And I honestly, I'm I'm having a hard time being in the (laughs) Eagles corner. I want to be like, yeah, they'll get right. But. Jalen Hurts had that like dislocated finger on his throwing hand. Yeah. Ouch. Um, and just all of the problems in the, the locker room and on the defense and just the culture kind of seeming to fall apart a little bit. I just don't know. I just don't know about the Eagles. But it's the only thing is I just I think the Bucks are just about as average as you can possibly be. They just have the 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 privilege of being the least worst <laughs> bad team in right. a bad division. So well I take back what I said two minutes ago where the Bucks are definitely because they're in the the NFC South. Cuz I think I don't know. I mean, I think they've they, I think they are the best team in the South, but that's not saying much. It's not, yeah, that's like, okay, congrats. Because you know? like, <laughs> the Saints have not played well. They probably have better players, but when, when Mayfield, Baker Mayfield is on it, he's a really good QB, and he has Mike Evans to throw to, so they're always dangerous that, in that way. But yeah, th- this really comes down to, can the Eagles take care of business? You know, can they get out of whatever the heck they're doing? But they, yeah, I think there was a, there was an injury with um, A.J. Brown. Like, he had a knee injury or something. I mean, that's something to watch. But, yeah, his 
uh, Jalen Hurts' finger looked broken, and apparently it was just dislocated. It was not pointing the right way. No, it was not. Um, there was something else I was going to mention that does not bode well for the Eagles, and I can't remember what it is, but that's you just got to take care of business, beat a Bucks team. They get an extra day of rest as well, you know, with all the, you know, kind of injuries that they've had and just the weirdness. I mean, they didn't score a single point in the first half against the Giants team. So, yeah, that'll, that'll, that might be the kind of one to be like, all right, what's, <laughs> what's the rest of the NFC going to look like after that? Cause then it's, it's kind of like free sailing for probably the, the Niners after that. They really have to worry about the Cowboys. Now that we know, now that we know the whole playoff picture, we've kind of been like, ah, it's probably Ravens 49ers, Super Bowl. You still feel that way seeing what we see now? Um... Honestly, yeah, more no more now than ever. Because, I don't know, I mean, especially with them having a bye week now, both of those teams, like, they're clearly the best teams. And everybody else has issues, except maybe the Cowboys. I mean, I'm sure there's they're not a perfect team by any stretch, but they're probably the only other team that has any kind of outside shot besides those two. You know, yeah. For for me, like, if the Ravens or excuse me, if the Forty ers aren't the NFC champion, I will be shocked. Genuinely, uh, I want right. to pick the Ravens, and I think that they will be the Ravens because I think that they're the they are just they're really good. Are really good, and that's kind of an understatement of how good their season has been. But I also would just not be surprised if they lost in the division round. Well, so I th- I think the AFC has more of a shot to mix it up because it really is. It's the Niners or the Cowboys, or it's the Ravens and like everybody else. <laughs> like whoever wins their next matchups, like it's really going to tell, like, okay, here's kind of how strong these teams are, and then here's who to look out for is kind of what I'm what I'm trying to say. You know, I and, think... like, any one of these teams that moves into this next round still has a, a much better shot to, of beating a Ravens team rather than these, these NFC teams who are not super strong right now to beat a, a Niners team, so. Yeah. Uh, I think a Browns-Ravens... Uh, division matchup is super intriguing and honestly pretty right. realistic. Uh, they went one and one against each other this season, but I Ravens offense versus the Browns defense in the playoffs would be right. That'd be a fun one to watch. Uh, but talking about the Chiefs, if there aren't any upsets. The Chiefs, after they play this wild card weekend, their path to the playoffs or through the Super Bowl is on the road. And we can discuss that next week if 
that, you know, everything that we think is going to happen happens. Uh, but Super Wildcard Weekend is less than a week away. We made it through. <laughs> we made it through 18 weeks. We did it. Uh, had a blast covering the season with you, Tyler. Uh, going over everything. Uh, we still got a long way to go. But, man, what a ride it's been. Uh, We'll see you guys next week.